Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, man. Thank you for coming on. I'm happy we got to do this. Yeah, me too, man. What's going on, baby? I was literally just with Tony and Jake last night, and that's who uh, uh put us in contact. So it was a good night. Benny was playing in, in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Those are bros, man. How'd you link up with them? Because you're from Jersey, right? Absolutely. Uh my my brother, uh Fat Boy SSC. Yeah, of course. Made the connection with Tony, and then we linked with Benny, and we did the feature. We did a song. Yeah, the track just came out last week, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that we, video uh, was dope. I was watching that yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. But yeah, um, we went to Connecticut to his show. He had a show in Connecticut. Then from there, we went to the studio. And then after the, after we recorded the record that same night, we shot the video all the way to like 7 in the morning. It was an all-nighter. Bro, I don't like I come from I'm like a comedian and my shows end at like 11 or 12 and then I'm tired. Like, you know, they were in the studio till two and they were staying out later. I was like, I need to tap out. I don't get the it's crazy. The work ethic. No, nah, no, nah, absolutely. I mean, it just it just comes with the territory, you know? Yeah. You got to go hard. If you want success, you got to go hard. Sometimes you got to sacrifice certain things. Less sleep. Sometimes you might skip a meal, skip two meals. You might not even eat the whole day, depending. Nah, for real. Well, it's funny because I was looking at your music. I was going back and listening on like on streaming. You only have one project out. But then I was looking for like interviews that you had. And bro, you have interviews from like 10 years ago that I was watching. And I that that shows that determination and dedication. Yes, brother, for real, for real. I've been, I've been doing. I got signed in two thousand and two. Really? Was that that was your first deal? Yeah, it was a mixtape. Like, let's say, like Clue and Fab. Okay. It was like that. It was a mixtape promotional deal with DJ Lazy K. Yeah, and that was in two thousand two. Yep, but I was already in the scene of the industry at fifteen, sixteen. In two thousand and two, I was eighteen. I had turned eighteen. Okay, and was that like a funky deal? Like, are you was it a because I know first deals usually can fuck you up. Yeah, it was a it was a funky deal, but not funky where it could ruin you. It yeah. was like a, a promotional mixtape deal where they're gonna put me on all their mixtapes, uh, take me everywhere, introduce me to different people, and see what could happen. But the person, the DJ, she was like, she's a mixtape queen. She's a legend in the hip hop industry. She won just those awards every time. You know what I mean? So yeah. the whole thing is, I, I guess she lived up to her name because her name is Lazy K. So she <laughs> was pushing me the way I was supposed to be getting pushed. So yeah. if I had the streets in my ear. I was young. I was dumb. I didn't know the business. I was going off the ego over the streets telling me, yeah, man, you're hot. She ain't doing shit for you, bro. Leave her alone, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I fell victim to that, you know, and now as an older, mature artist that's been around for a while, I double back and I'm like, damn, maybe I handled that situation wrong. Maybe I should have had a little bit more patience. I could have been in a better position earlier. Mm. But I feel you. Yeah. But it's tough because you said you were 18. You started rapping at 15. Like that's three years in. You're young. You have a deal like. 
you know, sometimes it's hard because I go back to those times and I'm like, I'm only 25, but still, if I was 18 and I had shit I had now, I'd fumble the bet. Like I'd fumble it so quick because I wasn't mature yet. Like I, I didn't know how to handle that shit. Nah, nah, for real, man. It, it, it was, I was going, imagine that, like you go from high school and you go straight into the, the music business with no management, no nothing. You're just a young boy, like, and I'm hyped. I didn't have artist development. She's bringing me around Dipset, Cam, Jim Jones, Cassidy, Busta Rhymes, Swiss Beats. I'm around all these famous artists that I grew up listening to. Mind you, I'm still growing up. I'm still a kid. I'm, I'm a teenager. Yeah. So, man, I'm like, I'm starstruck. I don't know how to move correctly. She's telling me, yo, you can't be doing that. You can't be like like a fan. You got to be like a fan on a low, but you got to act like a star. Like I'm like, all right, but how do you do this? I don't know. Like I'm fresh out of high school. Like how did that come together? Like how did you go from 15 you start rapping to 18 you get this deal? Well, I was a battle rapper. Like like you know in high school, I don't know if you're too familiar with like artists how a lot of artists start they be freestyling in school in the cafeterias, then other guys want to battle you. So you start battling in front of everybody. One thing led to another. I was good at battle rap. So my street brothers, the hustlers, they used to take me from hood to hood, putting bets on me, like wages. Like, oh, I got 5,000 on my man. Yo. So now I'm going to hood to hood, winning, battling everybody. And to the point, I, I linked with this one guy and he was doing his thing. He's older than me. He was doing his thing. He was already plugged in the lazy K. He started bringing me around. He's like, yo, you going to run with me? Cause he loved the way I rap and he would make me rap everywhere I go. So lazy K we went to her studio in Jersey city. That's where Joe buttons, the same studio, Joe button and the A team recorded out of, you know, Remy Ma, Remy Ma was there. We used to hang out with, with Remy Ma before Lean Back, right before oh, Lean Back. Oh, wow. Yeah, she, Remy Ma, Shells. I don't know if you know Shells, the battle rapper. From yeah, mm-hmm. Yep, him. We used to run around with them. And First Lady L, that's the murder mommy. She's like a big promoter from Jersey. And uh, we used to run around with them, be in the studio. I used to rap. I had a big battle with uh, Fatal Hussein in her studio. Rest in peace, my brother. Um. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. After that, Lazy K said, wow, this little young boy was battling Fatal Hussein. Fatal Hussein that back then had billions of raps in his head. I was, I gave him written and freestyle. And to the point where it, she, it caught her attention, then she threw a uh, rock the mic with the rock, with rock, with rock, Na- it wasn't rock nation, uh, rock Rockefeller back then. They did like a, a joint battle rap thing in Essex County in Newark, New Jersey. I joined. They asked me to be part of it. And I beat everybody in the tournament. And at the end of the tournament, um, I got a feature with J.R. Ryder from Dipset. Wow. I got real time. I got beats. And then uh, we went out to eat to celebrate. And at the when we were eating, celebrating, she was like, I want you to be my artist. Like, And from there on, and we was in there. And matter of fact, one thing I left out... Uh, the last battle in that tournament was me and Arsenal the Rebel. Arsenal the Rebel was the biggest battle rapper in Jersey right now. Him, Sue Surf, and then everybody else, you know? Yeah. But 
right then, back then, he was fresh off of 106 in part. So he was seemed like unbeatable, and I beat him. Were and you I, just, you were born with a natural talent? Like, were you younger, Pratt? Like, do you think it just came, like, it found you? Like, I honestly feel like the way it started, I was pushed to do it. My A friend of mine's, I mean, Duran Jones, he rapped. And he was like freestyling. I was like, yo, that shit is so dope how you could do that. He was like, try it, bro, try it. Like, nah, nah, it ain't for me. He was like, bro, you don't know unless you try. I'm like, I right, bet. So he pushed me to do it. He said, just whatever comes to your mind, say it and just make it rhyme. So I did it and it was good. And then I continued. He was boosting up my like confidence and like, you know, telling me, just keep going, bro, just keep going. And then to his reaction, like, damn, see you nice, bro. And I was like, oh, shit, what? I'm I'm going off of him. Like, okay, I'm nice. Mm. So I, I went off that adrenaline and I kept going. And and I guess, yeah, I guess it was naturally built up. Like that's, little- that's a real friend right there. Cause you definitely were talented. And in that moment, if he's gassing you up, like he wouldn't be like, you suck. But you do need some like you kind of need someone to support you in the beginning. Like you need someone to come up and be like, nah, keep going. Yeah. You know? Cause as an artist, you are your harshest critic. No, absolutely. And I didn't even have plans of doing this. I, I wanted to be a soccer player. I used to be skinny. I'm a little fat now. You, know I mean? <laughs> you wanted to be a soccer player. Yeah, that was my dream. Because that's Were what you I, nice? I, yeah, I'm from South America. So I, I I played soccer my whole life, like growing up. And I was a, I was a freshman. I was a varsity in freshman year. Really? Damn. Yep. I could have went. I could have. If I would have could if I would have kept going and I didn't fuck up how I fucked up, I would have been probably in the in the in the pros. What happened? I I tried to. I was running with the uh, a certain. Uh, I was running with the wrong crowd, and I tried to uh be a little tough, you know, like try to be a little gangster, and I tried to rob. I robbed. I tried to rob somebody. And then the police came and they realized I wasn't going, I didn't live in the district where I was going to school at because I was going there because it was a good school for soccer. Oh. But I district, I'm from the hood. So, but my cousin lived there. So I used his address. And Just when they for soccer, out, damn. Yeah. And then when they found out that, um, that I didn't live out there, the police came because we did something bad to that kid. Like it was me and a couple of my guys, we did them dirty. So the point, the police came because it was a lot of people out there that knew what school I went to. Oh, it was this person. He went to that. He goes to that school. The police came the next day on a Monday. To your school. Yeah. And they, they took me out, took and they they was going to lock me up and everything. But they let me go because I was a, a minor. And they said it released me to my mother. And it was like um, basically everything was over with. But they said, oh, well, you don't even live. In West Orange, you live in Orange. That's not yeah. I'm saying. So they kicked me out of school, went back to Orange, and that's when my rap career took off. Do you ever regret? Like, do you miss <laughs> soccer? Like, do you wish you even after that shit? Do you wish you had kept doing it? I honestly, did kept doing it, but not like to the professional level. But honestly, right now I do regret it because if I would have kept going hard with sports, like you know, just. I wouldn't be as big as I am right now, man. I would have yeah. been fit. I let uh, that because the rap shit took over. I feel what? you. I gained. I use. I mean, 
I'm like I'm like 270 right now, but I was like 220 when I started the podcast. And it's just like I, I not, you know, I feel you where it's like that working out. It's hard, man. It's like on top of everything. If you have like a routine, then that's the. Yeah, uh, it, it is. It gets a little like trying to balance out the time because it's the time like you got music. You got to like remember, I broke day in the studio, the, the all that. That's a constant thing. Yeah, like, I just woke up. That's why I said, I said I was like, "Hey, man, two o'clock." <laughs> I was like, "Bro, I'm cool. I'm cool." I'm, cool. So I'm gonna be honest. I just woke up too, though. I literally, I was dead from the studio of Benny last night, and then I woke up. So we're in the same boat. Yeah, man. So I was like, "Man, this." So it kind of throws you off from the gym and trying to stay focused, even if you, even your eating habits, like drinking. All yeah. that, all that comes to play. That's how I got big. I got big because I wasn't the only active thing I was doing is having sex. You know what I mean? Other than that, yeah. is drinking, eating late, studios. You're around every like smoking, all like. All if you have a show, you want to party after it. You want to enjoy it. You want to have a good meal. You exactly. don't want to be like, all right, let me go eat a salad and go to bed right now. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, man. But but uh, then you see rappers like Busta or just cut now, <laughs> like. But I, I think I took for that situation. You know what I think it is? They have more luxuries than us because you know I'm up and coming. Like I'm I'm come not up and coming, but I didn't hit that success level where, as my lifestyle could change, I could have a personal cook that yeah. can certain meals. They have luxuries for that, so they yeah. they can got gyms in their house. And if you're driving home late night, you're the only thing opens McDonald's. Like you gotta. Yeah. What do you wish you knew back then? Like when you got that first deal? Like you said, you felt like you wish you handled it differently. Oh, I wish I would have knew I had uh how to conduct the business, how to handle myself, how to move, because I could have did way more with that with that cosign, with having her name and and. And and if I knew how to how I move now, if I would have knew that back then, I would have been in a bad way. I would have probably been already. I would have been on DJ Khaled's album somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? I'll be uh, on that whole dead record with Jay Z and them. <laughs> and I I know what you mean. Where it's like you have to t like every day you have to like take the the last day like what you were able to do and push it forward like you can't just like relax but for artists who are listening like what do you mean like with that cosign what do you wish you did support for bucked up is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming let me say they sent me the precision package and uh Life is so much better with aerodynamic balls. It includes the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Lawn Mower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Join over six million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BUCKEDUP at manscaped.com. That's right, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code BUCKEDUP at manscaped.com. 
Uh, their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 watt LED spotlight that you need for a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on your bathroom floor. Get 20% off and free worldwide shipping on manscaped.com when you use code BUCKEDUP. Again, that's 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use code BUCKEDUP. Let's get back into it. Man, if with that close on, I wish I would have just uh, ran with it a little bit more. Like, like, like actually approached other artists and did more collabs, you know, did more features with bigger artists, get my name more known out there. Like, you know, put in more footwork. Like, rest in peace, stack bundles. Me and him got music together. Uh, and that's all for her Lazy K. Because I went, I went, and she didn't, she, like I said, she, all I had was her name to go off because she wouldn't come with me nowhere unless it's something she had going on. But if I said, yo, listen, I want to meet Stack Bundles, he invited me to the studio, come on, like, she won't come with me. That yeah. means I have to go myself off of just me saying, listen, I'm Lazy K's artist. To the point when I went to go meet Stacks, his manager said, you're Lazy K artist? How do I know that? I'm like, because I am, why would I lie? And he was like, I'm going to call her right now. And then she was like, yeah, that's my artist. And he's like, I'm sorry, Buzzy Black, come on, come in the This studio. is before, yeah, social media and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know. Damn, really? He was like, you're lying. Like, you're definitely, you, he he called her in front of you? The manager, his name Quills, back, back in the day. Damn. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, sometimes you, you know, they have to, you know, confirm. 100%, because no, yeah. So, yeah, but. I just wish I would have took that further. I wish she would have been more hands-on, more like, because at that young age with my brain, like, I don't know the business. She's more, she's older. She's been in it. She knows where, what to do, what features to connect me with. She should have made, helped me make it happen instead mm -hmm. of me trying to do it on my own. So that's about it. I just, I just wish I had a team. I didn't have a team back then. It was just me by myself. Yeah. You know, now everything changed, you know, to experience. Yeah, so uh, what about that new push that you're on? Because the only album you have, I know you have mixtapes and shit, but the only album on streaming is 2021. Like, what is this new push that you're? Well, the the new the new push is I I ran into, a, all right, put it like this: in 2021, I almost gave this up. Really? I, I said this is my last year. This is my last year trying to do anything. But I said to myself, I'm going to give it my 100% all. Because I always gave it like 90%. But I also live a life. You know, I have a kid. I have regular life shit that I got to deal with. So yeah. I would let other stuff get in the way of me going 100%. So this time I said, listen, I'm going to cut everybody off that's around me, that's not helping me, that's not doing nothing, and it's just riding my wave. Because I already had built a name up for myself through the years. So I know everybody, all the famous rappers. I know Pete Rock, DJ Premier. I know everybody. So, and they, they respect me. Those, those my peers, but the people I had around me weren't helping me push. It's like, they only came to when I had big events, like, Oh, I'm about to do a video with Jada kids. So I'm going to D block studios. Now they want to come around. Mm. But when I say, yo, listen, I need everybody to push. I need y'all to wear these shirts. I need y'all to post my, 
album out, everything. They wouldn't do that. So I'm like, you know what? If I'm doing all this on my own, then I don't need them because I'm about to go hard. And if and if I make this pop, I don't want nobody to be around me that didn't help me push when I needed them. So I said, all right, this is my last year. I'm going to go hard. I cut everybody off. I I even started doing reggaeton music. Spanish. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So I said, let me do rap. I, I never had an album on all ma major platforms, right? So I was like, I want to put an album, a solid project that I could promote on all digital platforms. And I'm going to like, I basically speak it to existence. So I call this success because that's what I want. I want success. So I'm like, I'm going to name it success and I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to spend that money on these producers to get these beats. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to make this a perfect album. You know what I'm saying? And then I even went and got pain in the ass from Jay-Z albums that does the intros to do my intro. Because I want this to be like my reasonable doubt, my Illmatic. I want this to be my first baby like that. I'm going to push a thousand percent. So I did that. I put that album out in 2021. I mean, it's it was like everybody's fucking with it. They love it. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. I, I did a video for each, like certain songs. Where I got two singles off of there that I shot a video for. The intro and Living in a Nightmare. It's, it's bubbling. Boom. Next thing you know, I said, all right, now I got that going. Let me try this reggaeton thing so I can kill him with boy. I'm like, now I'm, I'm stepping out the box. I'm yeah. like, every my whole life, they say, you should tap into your Spanish, tap into your Spanish roots. Your people are going to support you. But I wasn't a Spanish type of artist. So, but I was like, you know what? Let me try it. My girl, I ended up being with a Puerto Rican girl. And that's all she plays was reggaeton music. So I'm like, all right, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm like, yo, I think I could do this. And I told her, I'm like, babe, watch, I'm going to do a song for you in Spanish, a reggaeton joint, so she could try to make her happy. Yeah. So, all right. When I did it, I was like, oh, my God, this shit is a, this is a hit. This yeah, is that fire. track is fire, yeah. I didn't know I had it in me, brother. How does so she I'm, feel about it? Oh, she loves it. She loves <laughs> it. Look, 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 I'm going to tell you a little secret. She's behind me right now. She's just laying down, so... <laughs> Cut. So she's hearing everything I'm saying. <laughs> Word up. She like, likes yeah. the track. Yeah. So I said, I'm, I, I take 100% in, in what I do. So I said, you know what? This is a hit. I know what a hit sounds like. I was like, okay, I'm going to invest in a video. So I went to this new club that's in my city in Newark, New Jersey. It's called Lil Tijuana. It's a big club. It's a, it has a good like vibe and scenery for a reggae phone video. I invested eleven fifty, you know what I'm saying? Eleven hundred and fifty dollars to use it for the video. Not knowing that that investment was gonna end up building a relationship with me and that owner of that club. So my next video that I did for one of my songs of success album, my intro, while we're cool, well, I'm cool with him already on Instagram. I see he posts, yo, I got a McLaren for my birthday. So they showed him, like, yo, he got a new McLaren. And I DM'd him, like, big bro, yo, how much you going to charge me to let me use your McLaren in my next video? He said, don't worry about it. Just let me know. Don't worry about the money. Just let me know when you want to shoot and you can come shoot. I'll let you use Damn. it. So I'm like, that's love. So that I, went, love. I went, I shot the video. He was feeling it. Right after the video, he said, jump in the McLaren. We're out. I'm like, what you mean? We're go I'm taking you out. We're going to, we're going to the club. He took me to the club. 
And he he opened up to me and said, yo, listen, bro, I don't really like take, like, you know, bring new people in. Like, but you you got a vibe, you got a good vibe and a good thing about you that I just gravitate to you and I fucks with you. So from now on, like, wherever, whatever I got going on, I'm gonna involve you. You know, we we you family now. I'm like, yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's so love, yeah. After that, I went out with him again on my birthday. He spoiled me like he like he's a billionaire. So he's just throwing money, taking me everywhere, boom, boom, boom. And he he had his man there. His man's another billionaire. His name's Stuti of Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? We we bonded that night. He heard my music. He was like, yo, you dope. And little by little, I spoke to him about, I need help. I need a, a team behind me. I need uh, financial backing. I need this, that, and third. He said, don't worry. He was like, let's do a feature. I will help you get you a feature at least or something. One thing led to another. He got me the feature with Benny the Butcher. And he became my manager. Like he was like, "Yo, listen, I'm a manager. Like you're gonna, you're gonna be, you're my team now. And now we're gonna, now I'm gonna go 100. percent I'm about to, I'm bit bigger than you ever were. I'm gonna make you bigger than you ever was. And I'm like, all right. And we've been rocking since the Benny the Butcher. We did Benny the Butcher. We got a joint with Fat Boy, a remix with Al B. Al for the Benny the Butcher joint. Cause Al B. Al, my little brother, he just came home. I said, yeah. So now we got that going. Now we're trying to figure out what's going to be the next feature. He's even investing in the reggaeton. He wants me to do a big feature with a reggaeton artist that he's going to pay too. I don't know if it might be Nicky Jam. It might be somebody around that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Big. That's And that all came from you investing a good amount of money in yourself, but like a smaller amount of money and it pays off. Yo, people don't realize that. Like people think, that like when you open a business you're gonna make money off that shit right away no way bro you gotta spend money to make money and you gotta invest in yourself to then push to see what's happening since that time yeah absolutely and that's something that i didn't that i lacked though like me investing in my in, in myself financially because like i said i'm from the bottom so i always had a name my name is bigger than my wallet put it like that yeah how to make it make sense like how can i make my my name make money for me how can i make it work for me because i'm doing all this music i got songs with fred the gaza rod digger arsenal the best of them you know what i'm saying and i'm like why i'm not seeing no like no major breakthroughs with these features and these this this accolades i got where's the money at how do i make it make sense and then i said to myself you know we went through the pandemic the pandemic gave me the most money I ever had in my life. I was getting money. I was getting money. I was getting money from the government. I was getting money from unemployment. I was getting money from the pandemic. I was making like fifteen hundred a week. The loop. Maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe seventeen hundred a week for the whole pandemic, nonstop. Yeah. So you you could invest that back in yourself. Bro, I bought a studio, bro. Like, I'm. There's a studio right behind, like right where my phone is being. My my, yeah. my computer's right there. I got a microphone right there. I got a whole pro. I did the same shit with the this podcast. I made money off a of quarantine, and I was able to fund it. And I, like with Griselda, like I loved their music, and I was a fan. But I knew I wanted to do this, and they started seeing me. So if I could pop out to events, they'd allow me go to to the events with them and then that started growing and then 
people start paying attention. Like you have to pay. You're not. They're not. You have to pay yourself. Like, let me let me try to get the right word. Like you have to pay for yourself to be places, and that experience is what's going to get you farther. Not like. I deserve the money right now because it will come once you invest in yourself, like what your stories is. Exactly. Yep. That's that's where it came from. Like I said, fuck it. I said I don't got nobody investing in me. Then I got. I now I have the finances to be able to invest in myself. I'm gonna go hard. Yeah. I went hard and look what it created. It created a situation that I, in my mind, I never foreseen it. Like I never thought that that was was gonna happen. I never thought I was gonna end up me, me and his friend or being cool with him and then him introducing me to his friend and his friend liking me to the point where he wanted to invest in me and pay for a feature with Benny the Butcher. None of that. But, but that pro- also, but you also put in so many years since you were 15 that you were ready for that. People will say like whatever, it was chance, but you were ready for that opportunity when it came to you. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And that and my manager, since he just got to know me, he's seeing that as we go. Like the other day I did 24 hours of peace show in Newark. It was a big with Queen Latifah. I oh, mean dope. and everybody, uh, Rowdy Rebel, Fabio Foreign, I'm saying G Herbo. It was a big show, big stage. And I brought him on stage with me, my manager. And he 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 never like seen me perform live. That was his first time to a big crowd. And he was like, yo, you killed that. I was like, bro, I've been doing this for years. Like, I've been performing for years. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a seasoned artist. I just didn't have the opportunity or the bag behind me. What now made I- you want to give up in 2021? That that was the, like, time that you were like, if it's not now, it's done. Um, I, My age. And I'm going to keep it a, a buck. I, I invested a lot in this music shit my whole life. Studio time, beats, mix, master, videos. Nobody was giving. That's for my hard-earned work money. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I've been like, I, I sat back and I said, damn, if I would have never invested all this money, I would probably be a millionaire right now. If I would have saved all that money that I spent, I could have been a millionaire. And I said, I'm not getting no money, no nothing in return for my investment. This is stupid. Why well, I'm going to continue doing it? I'm getting older and I'm watching my friends that don't rap. They got a regular nine to five on Facebook posting. Yeah, we're in Bahamas. We're in Jamaica. We're living life. And I'm sitting here just fucking recording songs, making music, not going nowhere. Haven't been out the state. I'm not enjoying my, myself. I'm not doing nothing. So I'm like my life. I'm soon I'm going to be an old man. I'm like, what? I'm supposed to keep chasing a dream and not enjoy my life. I'm saying tomorrow is in promise. So I'm like, man, fuck this music shit. This is my last year. I'm going to give it my all. If nothing comes from this, I'm done with this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to just live my life. I'm going to go travel the world. until. But you did want it in the back of your head because you did say, I'm going to give it my all. I really am going to give it this final push. Yes, absolutely. No, I definitely want it. But it's just heartbreaking sometimes. I mean, especially the way the, the culture shift and it's not like about I'm a I'm a bar rapper, like substance and bars and concepts and delivery flows. That's what I'm about. I, but the it changed. It changed. And it started doing the drill stuff and this stuff and that stuff. That's not my lane. And I felt like my lane was like 
nobody's gonna give me that opportunity. They're gonna be like, oh, you are, you sound like a '90s rapper. Get out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then Griselda came and Benny the Butcher and then 38 Special, my brother Ransom. Like, all these people started pushing bars again. You feel me? Yeah. So, in my mind, when I they asked me about the feature, I was like, yo, Benny the Butcher, because that's my lane. That's my audience. That's what I do. I got bars. He got bars. Let's do that. And that's what came out. Perfect rap condition. I didn't even have a title for it. But Benny went in there and said that in the intro. He said, I'm in perfect rap condition. When he said that, I said, that's the title. I'm calling it perfect rap condition. And that shit was crazy. He went in, killed it. I went in and embodied the shit. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like a perfect, perfect mesh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, and it was. So he recorded first and then you record? Did you have the song like you knew he was going to be on it? How did it come together? All right, now, 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 this is where it's gonna get real. All right, so I had a whole that wasn't even a concept of the song. I had a concept, I had a hook. The song was called We're Really Outside. We're Really Outside, Really Outside. Like, I had a had one of them hooks. I had a different verse, I had a 16 with a hook, and I had it formatted perfectly. Benny in the booth writing his verse. He calls me, he's like, Yo, come here, let me hear your verse. So I let him hear the hook. I let him hear my verse. He's like, all right, bet. I left. Then he's like, all right, I'm ready. And he gave me hella bars. He didn't even give me 16. He just gave me a long-ass verse. And I told the engineer, I'm like, bro, that's not 16. He's like, nah, Benny gave you more bars. It's way past 16. I'm like, oh, okay. So in my mind, I said, okay, he didn't fucked up the whole format. Not, not, you know, I, I enjoy the fact that he gave me the bars. Yeah, of that course. That's what I want. But at the same token, like it kind of threw the concept of my song off. So I said, okay, bet. So now I got to go in too. Like the fuck the hook, fuck it. We're going to just go bars. And then I switch my verse up and I give them all bars so we could, so it can make sense. Cause before it was a concept. Now yeah. it's just freestyle. So it's did just, you, you wrote that verse then? Half of it. Half of it, not the full thing. I had like a couple of bars already in my yeah. head, and I had a couple of like bar lines already written in my phone. And then I just um, I, I fucking create, connected them together and 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 tweaked it a little bit, and boom, 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 boom. And then I, right, that's it. And then I you shot the video till seven in the morning. Word. Today's episode is sponsored by Ohm with Emily. Emily is a meditation and yoga teacher, as well as an astrology and tarot reader. She uses yoga and spirituality to help others reconnect with their true self. She offers in-person and virtual one-on-one -on -one sessions for all experience levels. Find her online at omwithemily.com. That's O-M-W-I-T-H-E-M-I-L-Y.com or on IG at ohm.with.emily. DM her on IG and mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. That's right, mention Bucked Up and she'll send you a free guided meditation. You can find her on IG at ohm.with.emily. Let's get back into it. And then I, the funny thing is, I had more bars to it. I had wrote way more, but the beat cut off. So I said, I was like, damn, it ended like that. And then like Jersey, 
I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna end it like that then. Know what I mean? Yeah. Are those other bars ever gonna see a light of day? Are you gonna try to tweak them or are those done? I might I might use them for the remix with LBM. It's only I only got four more bars. Oh, okay. All right. There's only four more bars. And then how did the remix come around? Oh, the remix. First of all, my brother Albiel came home. I went to see him. My manager Salute. wanted, yeah. My manager wanted to meet him, and he said, "Uh, you know, let's put some money in Albie's pocket. He just came home. He was like, let's break bread with him and try to see if we could do a remix for uh the perfect rap condition with Benny the Butcher." And I was like, "That's." I was like, "That wasn't even my idea, but that was his idea." And I was like, "That's fire. Now, let's do it." I was like, "My brother gonna do it. That's my brother." Yeah. You know and especially if you're giving him the bag, of course you're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's family and he's getting paid. Because usually he does things for me for free because that's family. But out of respect, that's my brother. He just came home. He got kids. I told my manager, I'm like, bro, I don't want to ride that relationship for free right now because he just came home. So let's let's break bread with him. You know what I'm saying? Let's, get, let's put some money in his pocket to show love. And, you know, let, let's do it like that. Let's just pay for the feature. And he was like, all right, let's do it. That's really good to have a manager like you do and to have a team because that is important. Nah, very important. I didn't see the importance of it until I knew the importance of it, but now I feel the difference than being alone and then having somebody that really believes in you, has money, and is really to push. You know what I'm saying it's really going to go hard for you. Well, it's like it, that friend that you had when you first started rapping. Like You need that person who is pushing you to believe in you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And now we're here, brother. Now we got that joint. I mean, it's getting yeah. seven. DJ Bobby Trends plays it every Friday on Hot 97. DJ Drewski played it on Hot 97 on Sunday. I mean, I sent it to DJ Premier. Hopefully, he plays it on Shade 4 5. I mean, yeah. You know? Trying to get it out here to the DJ. That's wild. You said you knew Premier and Rocket. I mean, those are two of the best producers ever. Absolutely. Pete Rock, me and him, he threw me a beat. He uh he produced a record for me. It's on it's on all digital platforms. It's called um uh what's the what's the name of this damn song? Microphone Psychos. Yeah. So when you get a chance, check it out. It's produced by Pete Rock, Microphone Psychos. Legend. Yes, that's that's big bro. And it's a it's an honor to be able to like talk to him. I got his phone number. I got know I've been to his house. He's on my documentary. I also have a documentary coming out. It's actually done. I'm just trying to find how to get it on a certain platform. Like I wanted to go to Netflix, but if Netflix, if I can't get that plug, I'll probably put it on Tubi. I don't know how to release it on YouTube just under my account where people could just purchase it to watch it for me. I don't know how to do that. So I, was I like, feel like YouTube would be a good YouTube's a good platform to get people to watch your stuff. Yeah, no, it definitely is. But I just want to see, like, how could I gain revenue from that? With just mm. off of monetization, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like for this podcast, I don't make that much money off of the streams of it, but I like make the money off the sponsors of it. You know, like YouTube. Yeah. YouTube, it's like music. It's like streaming music. It's like no one really makes the money off of the like streams anymore. It's what you do with it afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Which is different. I mean, that when you started, it was completely different, right? It was about pushing mixtapes and selling like actual product instead of like 
stream and like just putting out music to get streams. Yeah, absolutely. You think it's easier now or uh, was it easier back then? For streaming purposes? For To get your music seen, do you think it's better now or back then? Oh, better now, way better now. Now you got, man, it's super way better now. Back then it's like you had to go off word of mouth, mixtapes, hand-to-hand, uh, yeah. try to video on, on TV. That's it. Yeah. Now it's like, you go on YouTube. You could go, you could share it on Facebook. The whole video, you could share clips of the video on all social media platforms. Like it's it's, it's way easier now. Yeah, my, on my behalf. Like, I what mean, what, the, everybody knows that though. Like, no, I feel you. What is the documentary about? Like, is it just about your life? Is it about the process of? It's it's basically, it's basically. Where are you going? I'm sorry. All good. I'm sorry. Um, my album is called Success, and the al- the the documentary is called A Road to Success. So it's basically showing the grind on on what it took for me to get to the point where I'm putting out an album called Success. Like basically the growth, the struggle, and all that. Like you know what I'm saying, like I have so much footage, and I got I got Pete Rock on there. I got Clifton Powell because I do movies too. I'm an actor. So, oh, do you? Yes, I got a couple of movies out on Tubi. That you oh, I had no idea. Damn. Yeah, the music, music opens the doors for everything. It's, yeah, it's just I a study. I, 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 yeah, I used to. I've written scripts. I've acted. I love the. Yeah, I love that shit. Yo, I love acting, brother. I love acting. But yeah, so that acting, I did a movie with Mano, Vado, Clifton Powell, Omar. Really? Yeah, Omar What's my Clinton? movie? It's called King of North. It's it's an indie, but it's filled with celebrities. Who are you in it? What do you play? I play myself, Poppy Stores. Because <laughs> I spoke I spoke to the director. I got cool with the director. I'm like, listen, I'm trying to promote my brand, my name. You know, I'm an artist. So as a rapper, I want to be the rapper in the movie. I want to be Poppy Stores. I rep I, I I had this all in the movie, like at different colors, different clothes. Know what I mean, yeah. I, I, I said my slogan in it, and because I, I, I sometimes I, I could throw in little uh ad libs like while I'm talking, like that's not on the script. And I was like, You see him, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, but, get your shit out there. That's dope as hell, though. Yeah, branding, hell yeah, everything's branding. Like, I'm a businessman at the end of the day. Now that I'm older, I learned the business, so yeah. it's all a branding. Let well, because it's. It's so much. There's like two steps to it. There's getting the fan base, which is almost easier than creating a business from the fan base. Word. Like it's easier to get people to see your stuff than to like make a business out of it and actually make money from it. No, absolutely. Yeah, man. So um, that opened the doors for me to, you know, do the acting and meet guys like Clifton Powell and uh, Omar Gooden. Come to find out Omar Gooden raps. So he ended up doing a song with me. I got a song with Omar Gooden. Oh, that's dope. That's super dope. Super dope. That's hey, crazy. I had no idea. Yeah, man. I got I got it on my SoundCloud. I actually, can, uh, I'll send it to you so you yeah, can check. Yeah, send that to me. Yeah, man. When's your next? Do you have, like, uh, so you have the documentary. Do you have plans for, like, another album? Are you giving it a little bit? Are you doing singles? I think I'm just gonna be doing singles right now to catch the. You know what I mean, get keep keep the momentum going, 
know what I'm saying? We rocking the Benny the Butcher joint. After that, Fat Follow with the Fat Boy song. After that, we do the remix with Al Be Al. And after that, who knows? He he already asked me who I want to do a song with next. I said Jadakins. So, so who either I go you want to work with Millie's the white boy from Boston. He's yeah, cool. of course, Massachusetts. That's yeah. where I, I am right now. Shout out Millie's. Yeah, he's 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 nice, bro. Nice as hell. Yeah, I, with him. I met him. I actually I actually met him. I was you at know OT the real. I yeah, OT the real. Yeah, yeah, he's killing yeah. it too. I know him, but I know who he. Is. I know of him. Like I never met him, but you know oh, he's. Something I like song with uh Mozzie. I don't know if you know who Mozzie is. Mozzie's one of my favorites. Yeah, is he going in for like a year? I think I saw that. Were? Yeah, I didn't know that. On some gun shit, he's going in for like a year. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even know nah, that. I got to yo. I saw Mozzie, and there was only like twenty people in the audience. This was a couple of years before COVID. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Like he's honestly one of the best. Like Mozzie's one of the best. I love that. Uh, yeah. So I want to do something with Mozzie, Millie's Kiss, um, and um, Thirty Eight Special. <laughs> That's one of my guys. Like I might do something with Vado. Vado's my brother. I'm saying I fuck with Vado. He's very dope and very underrated too. Amazing, yeah. I'm saying those are the type of guys I want to do music with. That's beside. That's it. That's my bucket list. That's it. Do you want to put out an album, like a reggaeton album, or do you? Well, that's a good question. I was thinking about. It. I actually have the cover and everything because I was that was my. Oh, goal. do you? <laughs> Not an album, like an EP. Like I was gonna okay. put out songs. Yeah. Right. Right now I got two. I got more songs. But it's like the ones that's really that I'm really gonna push is the these two that I got right now, and then I I might you know slowly but surely put out the EP. I mean, once I collect enough records, that's dope. Yeah, well, that's yeah. dope as hell, man. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, listen, man. You got one life to live. You got the talent to do it. Why not do it? Why not hit all 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 avenues that you that you know push your talent to the limit, man? Keep going. Well, wow. that's your, the mindset you have where it's like, all right, if it doesn't work now, I'm going to give up. Like, that's the kind of the mindset you have to have to make it where you're like, it's either this or nothing. Like, I have to you have to, like, give it your all. And that's yeah. awesome that you found that path instead of giving up because shit, look at the look at what's happened since then. Yeah, I know, bro. It's, it's amazing. It's a high that's like crazy, bro. I'm just on a. I'm 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 running off of adrenaline right now and like yeah I can't believe it like I'm on go 100%. Man, I really do appreciate you doing this podcast too. It was awesome getting to talk. No, absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you for having me. This is dope. I can't wait till when you release it so I can share it. Yeah, you know? I'll let you know when I release it. It'll probably be in like a week or two. I have a couple backed up. Nah, that's perfect because then that because right now we're having a little difficulty on the release of the actual song on all digital platforms. So we that's why we only have the video out. But hopefully by that time it should be. Oh, I bet it'll line up perfectly. And then when you release the documentary, I'll promote that too. Uh, let me know. Perfect, brother. I appreciate you 100%. Like, shout out to all your viewers and followers that's going to be tuned in. Follow me on Instagram, Poppy Stores, P-A-P-I-S-T-O-R-Z. He's going to tag it in the description and the yes, link. Sir. Bye.
all the things we got going on. Yes. Holla, boy, man, appreciate you, my brother. Salute, man. Thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. You, Sam. <laughs> Peace, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,